yourself a young Ashanti or a fucking relax take it easy <laughs> you wired I had a question for you though I want to start like this I had a question for you you like animals you ever have pets in your in your childhood some um, my dad had like a white boss one time mm-hmm. and a I white he... boss <laughs> Yeah, I I know how I say it is wild. I know how I say it. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm asking about pets. He said, "Yeah, yeah." No, but let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And they <laughs> okay. had a dog that I think they gave they gave the dog to us for a while. But what mm-hmm. my dad didn't really understand was I was afraid of dogs at the time. Oh shit! Oh right, I remember now. So like I was sitting there and I, it was I was like maybe like I don't know maybe five or six. And then this big black dog just run up in my house. I go hide. So you using these crazy adjectives right now? This white boss, this big black dog. Nah, but that's what it was. The dog this name was a... Libby. Okay. Yeah. What kind of dog like, was it? Rottweiler. Nah, it was like a. Um... I don't know because, like, you see certain dogs, that right? Name, though. Probably certain a mix. dogs. Certain dogs, right? Like. If you give them to somebody else, they're not going to be as vibrant or whatever, right? Uh-huh. But sometimes it could also be they don't want to listen to shit because that dog never fucking listened while it was with us. Ain't give a damn about you. But I asked that to just to gauge if you're an animal lover or not because I want to tell you. Oh, I want to no, lay no, out no, this. No, I want to lay out this scenario except, for you. Except spiders True. and like snakes. I don't and fuck like, with a lot of insects. I can't really yeah, I can't gauge their energy. But yeah, I want to put I want to lay out this scenario for you and I want to see, you know, what your reaction or what the outcome would be in your case. So mm-hmm. let's say you have this dog. You've had this dog for seven years. Mm-hmm. During this seven year span, you had a little daughter. And, mm-hmm. you know, your little daughter, that's all your daughter knows is this dog. Mm-hmm. One day, this lady comes to you, and she says, "That's my dog." Uh huh. This lady wants her dog back. Uh huh. This lady has the microchip information that does match your dog. Oh yeah. Pictures and everything from when your dog was a puppy. So she had your pup, your dog from birth. Take that bitch, then. If you could take that bitch, that bitch was never mine. (laughs) Yo, I should have known once I started to lay this out, you was going to say just like the most ridiculous thing I could ever think. But the question is, would you give the dog back? Your little daughter loves this dog. She's all this dog's known for her. her whole, she's four years old. You've had the dog for seven years. So this Three owner with her. Three of them without her. Four of them with her. Now and and listen. This this owner has been looking for the dog for seven years. She's been making Facebook posts. She even went up to the local radio station to put out an alert for the dog. She never gave up hope that this dog was still alive, and she. Whittled it down, came to find out you have the dog. 
You know what's crazy? Like, I will let the dog choose at that point. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna sit in the middle. I'm like, what you was, choose. Nah, cause listen, but I wouldn't was, let my I wouldn't let my daughter be there. Cause I'm like, yeah, this is I have I to take they, this for her. And I have to tell her in her face, if the dog chooses the original owner, I have to look my daughter in the face and be like, listen, his owner found him and he mm-hmm. chose to go with the owner. They did that in Airbud at the end of the movie. They they yep. went to court and the judge was like. Let the dog choose. Like the judge yeah. really looked at an animal and said, "You choose." Like that was crazy. But and then they so brought up the newspaper. You would let the, yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was some clown. It was abusing a dog. Everybody was a weird movie when you think about I it. I like now. that. I used to watch that movie repeatedly. Had a damn golden <laughs> retriever balling. It goes on the court like burr, burr. So you would give the dog back to the owner if it chose to go. If it chose to, stay you would with let me, the dog be... choose. Yeah, nigga. Hell yeah! If we make a point. That's different. Apparently, I, I show. You know why? Because apparently, I show it more. Love. If it chooses me, I show it more love than you ever had. All right. So here, just to give it more context, now I, I'm keep adding layers to see how if you want to change your answer. So the owner had the dog. The dog was stolen from the owner and sent to like a puppy mill where the dog was like being breeded and all type of stuff was like. Pretty much sex trafficking for animals when you think about it. It's kind of messed mm-hmm. up. So then the police came, thanks to some like animal rights organization, and raided like the breeding um location. And then mm-hmm. the dogs were all sent to a shelter. And then and that's then where you got the dog from. So mm-hmm. pretty much you rescued the dog from pretty like sex trafficking, sex slavery, mm-hmm. gave it a life for seven years. It's an older dog by now. And now the owner wants it back and you would still give it back or you would let the dog choose. I let the dog choose still. That's different. I haven't heard that answer. I, I when I first heard the story, this is actually a this is actually a real story from these ladies in the UK, I think it was. They the it, it's yeah, pretty much what I told you is this story. Like the owner, she never gave up for seven years and was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find my dog. So mm-hmm. it's just like at that point, the lady was like, "You've been looking for this long. I'm gonna just give the dog back to you." She ain't even like and have you know, no issue, and she was like, "You know what? If the dog is about to, it's an older dog. So if it passes away, let the dog pass away with you, somebody that has seen it from birth, and then you could see it pass away, and it'll be like the whole cycle of life kind of thing." And so I and I get that too. Wild. But when you have but for me, like, I try to treat animals in a certain way, right? And I feel like dogs, like, I don't know who she is. I don't know what circumstance led her to losing the dog. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's a good owner or not, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, people think that animals don't have a memory. Like, they don't remember things or they don't remember faces or associate feelings with certain things. So mm-hmm. it's like, if I let the dog choose... And the dog's looking at them, and then he runs to me. That says something about them. You know what I'm saying? That's either it's either like this dog feels more safe with me for some apparent reason, and you may not have, you may not even be abusive. You may just have been negligent in certain ways, right? Mm-hmm. And and on my side, like it's getting everything that it wants and needs, and all the love and care, and that's where it wants to stay at. You know what I'm saying? And if that's where it feels comfortable at. And is because that, if it's because because if it left with you, it would be miserable. Then it would die quicker. Is that a fair equivalent though? Because 
like you remember what's familiar to you. So for the past seven years, you have been the owner and you have been what the dog mm -hmm. knew. But for the first like how up birth until however old the dog was, it was with that person. But it might not have those memories. Like say a lady came to you and was like, yeah, I was your mother when you were one and two like you don't remember being one or two so mm -hmm. you don't have that bond or that tie so in that case i think the dog might want to just go back with you and live its regular life like i'm not going to change anything but it's it's i mean if the dog choose me the dog choose me <laughs> your bitch chose me what well, i thought i feel like this is like a personality test because it's like do you want to be selfish and say, no, I'm keeping it, even though you let that other person hurt? Or do you give up the dog to make that other person feel better and then you kind of hurt for a little bit? No, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather make it fair for both of us because it's like, mm -hmm. I know I don't want to betray my own feelings because I want the dog. Right, right. Not don't just act for like me, you don't want my it. kid either. Right. Yeah, and for that my was kid the thing. Too. Once they mentioned the daughter, it was like, yeah, this was my daughter's first daughter, and only that's yeah. all she knows. Like, her first and what? and and the dog was with me for three years by myself before right. the kid was before, there. So, so you... now the kid's there, and I'm just like, okay, like I'm not going to sit here and deny that I don't. Nah, I'm listen. There's certain yeah. things in life, like if you know that like you have something and it's special to you, and somebody tried to take it for you, you're allowed to feel a certain type of way about it. Absolutely. Depending on the situation, you have to choose how you react to what's going on. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? But when it comes to like pets and dogs and stuff like that, you know, this is a this is a pet. He got a personality that matched my life and we had fun. My kid yeah. had fun. Like, I'm not gonna allow you to take this, not just you know, take this out of my life mm. without me, without me at least giving both of us a fair chance. And the and fair chance to me is letting the dog choose. What sucks is that this all could have been avoided if when the dog got to the shelter they checked for that microchip information because then which, you I, which just... you know what that falls on them because they should have checked yeah and then the dog it's not my right fault that home. i went to the home to to the shelter to pick it up right you did a good thing everyone did a good thing it's just like you're now having to choose because possession is nine tenths of the law i got the dog i could say fuck you fuck off i'm sorry you lost it but i'm not about to make my little daughter cry for you a stranger yeah. So, and I would understand that too. So, mm -hmm. it's kind of a one of those kind of weird personality tests. So, shit, shit is wild. Shit is wild. And with that being said, another one for your head top after a short hiatus, a little, a little, a little sabbatical. I hate to hear podcasts. It's your boy Russ. Mm, it's your boy Kev. Another episode off the edibles to your headable i can't even feel my face right now <laughs> another another uh big shout out to uh baked by cha-cha if you enjoy cannabis edibles baked goods cookies brownies delectable treats definitely check her out baked by cha-cha on instagram tell her we sent you get a little discount a little added uh bonus there for your uh for your uh, stomach and your soul not to mention your body and brain, all, all, all the parts of you. But we are back again. What is this about episode 38, man? We are rolling. I can't wait to get to like those 70, 80 range when 100 is like right, right, right there. 
looking forward to that. It's your foremost year now. Uh, more function. Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. There we go. You about to say thirty eight, and I'm gonna say yes, and then no. Wait a minute. It's been we... a year already. Um, I don't know about the timing. Timing is weird because you know we took breaks here and there because we would be up to like fifty something if we went straight through. So yeah, but still, Ooh, August fun, tw- August twenty ninth is when we mm. put out the first episode. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Shout out to everybody listening. The clips is going up. The YouTube is going up. Shit, we're gonna celebrate next week, nigga. Fuck it. <laughs> a one year anniversary. I mean, shit. If we go, if we what go to the mean? date, yeah, we've been doing it for a year. Mm-hmm. If we go by releases, mm-hmm. like we, it's you know, it's, it's gonna be a year. So right, right. I like that. Sounds good. More fuck shit in a week, though, man. Where would you like to start? Fam, you know what I don't understand about old niggas? hmm Like, old. once they get somewhere and they start drinking, like, they start talking all types of crazy shit. And it's just like, dog, like, you don't ever want to be that sloppy person who's sitting there talking about stupid shit that really should never be said, especially when somebody else is involved, especially when you a nigga, and especially when a bitch is involved, because it just makes you look like a piece of shit. I call it the drunk uncle syndrome, when niggas just get drunk and just start saying, like, the most ridiculous thing, telling old stories, trying to relive their... Their, their glory days, you know, like, I don't know like you know, weird. before I met your mom, you know how many bitches I had, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. back in the day, me and your auntie, we used to go up there to the nickel theater, I used to get in the back seat, you know, me and your auntie, her friends liked me too, you know, just weird. Just I could have had them, but yeah, but your auntie got it, and it's just like, fam, mm-hmm. like, shut up, yo, so, you know, while we were gone, Irv Gotti went on drink champs mm-hmm. um, the loudest podcast you've ever heard in your life and like and and ja rule was there too people don't mention it i feel like because irv Gotti ja was saying was like too. the wild shit people forget ja rule was actually there and and too, that's the so. and that's the and that's the fucked up part because this bullshit outshined the fact that these two niggas are sitting here having the conversation you know um Cause I love to hear from like older hip hop acts because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, like these were super fucking heroes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like when they're sitting there telling their story and going through these things, like it's good to hear like from the horse's mouth, like yeah. what their perspective was and what happened, you know, from their, you know, from their when perspective. It, and when shit. it come to OGs, I like 50 Cent interviews. Yep. Snoop Dogg interviews. Mm-hmm. Fucking trying to think who else. Those are the main two off the top. I'm trying to think, Fat Joe. A lot, Joe's New York, a, lot a lot of New York artists. I was about to say, yeah, Fat Joe. A lot um, of New York artists when they when they shit. they start talking their shit, they're like, "Yo, you feel it?" Just like, let them go. Just let them like, go. Because like I know we got like you know Ti from the South. Jeezy's mm-hmm. never gonna say nothing because he already told you what he did. Like we don't need to sit here and have a conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? But like a lot of New York niggas, you're just like because New York is where where it started. New York was where it's at. New York, you know, Hot 97, Power 105 across yep, the street from know. each other. You know that culture is always going to be ingrained in New York. So like New York artists is always going to be, I think, the more interesting to hear. It's what because the money like, everyone too. else is just like. 
Like, I like to listen to people from West Coast interviews, but it's like, it's two different worlds. Like, L.A. and the West Coast is a totally different thing. Right. <laughs> it's totally different. And it's just like, it feels like, I don't know, New York is kind of more universal in a sense. And it's wild to say that. I wouldn't shit, say like, that. No, I wouldn't say that. It's just because there's a such thing as regional. Like, when you look at certain rappers and they aren't big over there or certain rappers over there aren't big here, it's because what you said is, like, it's two different cultures, two different worlds. Mm. The, the the lingo, the slang, the way you look, everything is different. So it just don't translate when it get to here. So mm-hmm. it's just... But we, especially in this eastern northeastern part of the country we have the money we got all the connections all the rich people's here so all the everyone comes here to do the business so it feels universal because the southern people come here you know west coast people come here everybody comes here because they got to do the business and they're trying to get the money and this is has such a a main stake but you know over the past couple years we've seen that that's changing with the south and then Mm-hmm. You know, everybody else popping up, but yeah, these old these old niggas, man. A lot of them, especially when liquor get involved, they ain't no telling what what a nigga will say. So, nigga, the, the shit that this nigga Irv Gotti was saying about Ashanti, bro, and this is why. And one, first of all, Ashanti was like my like childhood crush. I ain't gonna lie, that bitch bro, was bad as fuck. Still, she's was. local. She lived like a couple towns away from me. I didn't know that. Like when nigga, you look on the listen, newspaper, listen, she has if like you a, were single. I tell you to go there, and I'll meet you there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's still there. But I'm just saying she was born there or whatever. But um, yeah, oh yeah, she's, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, beautiful. This nigga was like, yo, she made this. What was the song? Happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and after they God. fucked, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, dog, why, why is this, inf- why is this information here? You're sitting there, you're sitting here being like, oh, but I got mad bitches now. This and the third. Mm-hmm. Why are you not over her? And I ain't gonna lie to you. Looking at her, it's like, I, I, nigga, nigga, how would you get over that? But anyway, what it, what it feels like is like when the cool, when the when the kid who was not so cool finally gets with like a hot chick or the hot Bad girl, bitch, yeah, and then it's over and it's no more hot chicks. It's no more like that was the only one. He has to feel like, yo, remember when I, yo, remember when I was, yo, back when I was Look at like, me now, I, I got like, bitches hotter than that. Like, you try to top it every like, single time. Because you know what? It's not really about just the looks. It's about the way they made you feel. And, like, you're wishing that person could be the person to make you feel that way. Mm. And you're just sitting here and you're just like, nigga. It's, it makes you look worse than you trying to make that person or how you think. Like, you're not getting props for this. I hope you don't think you are. And that's why everybody called him out on it. And Fat Joe called him out. He, so he yeah. said, Fat Joe's not my friend. I'm like, yo, I see. I sat here and heard Fat Joe talk about uh, like what he did for Ja. He got Ja that record with R. Kelly and all this other shit. It's just like, yo, fam, when you hear Fat Joe talk some real nigga shit, and then now you're going to sit here and disrespect the nigga, it's like, you a lame nigga, dog. That's weird. And just because someone... See... That's like some egomaniac shit because just because someone doesn't agree with you or criticizes you, you just be like, oh, that's not my friend. That's not a good person. They don't mean nothing. He's just like, okay, so that you got to take you got to take responsibility because like yo, you talking wild about a woman who definitely is like has moved on. Well, and was... I understand telling story. I don't know how it came about, 
But like, oh, because he also talked about how she he owned her masters or whatever, all this other shit. See, that's the thing. That's the ego. He's trying to feel. I feel like he was trying to like say he dominates her. Like, yeah, I still get paid off of her and I slept with her. It's like a nigga. Like once it's over, he's just like, I still beat though, but I still beat. Yeah, you. I mean, and I'm gonna tell the world. I still remember. I still beat though. Like I know you happy living your life. You look beautiful. Everybody loves you. You're successful, but I still beat though. It's like, dude, you are old and weird, nigga. You are weird. And it's just fucked up, man. It's just like, and this is why when women be like, you know, niggas ain't shit. It's just yeah. like, yo. You kind of got to shrug and be like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I'm like, fam, why? Leave her alone. Bro, like that shit was like uh, more than almost no. 30, 20 years ago? 20 was- years ago? Oh, it's 2020, oh, yeah. so that was in the early 2000s, so... So it's close. Oh, yeah, it's, you're right. But yeah. what was that... What, what was the... I, I can't remember how the, how the quote went, but what did he say about being on the couch or something or something, like... I don't with his know. wife? I, 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 I don't uh, know. The thing is, though, like, I, I, this... this yo, we gotta get better notes before we start I didn't I didn't want to look too deep into it because once I saw like what Fat Joe and everybody was saying back, I'm like, oh yeah, this dude's fucking wild. He's but, tripping. Okay, dog. so he this is he said how he found out that Ashanti was with Nelly. Yeah, okay. When yeah. he was on the cat he was on the couch at home with his wife, who he had been cheating on. And he said he was heartbroken when he found out Ashanti was with Nelly. Like, bro, you at home with your wife, bro. Bro, like, bro. Bro, this story doesn't make you look good, bro. I don't, I don't, I hope you don't think you look good in this story, bro. He was like, yeah, I was heartbroken in the house. And, you know, my wife was, t-. I'm just like, bro, your wife, wait, this is good, took a turn. You're mad that your side chick got a boyfriend. That's, that's what you're telling me. And you're married in the house with your wife and kids, sir. Nigga. So I don't know, man. I don't know how people think. I don't know how people process the situations at hand, but I'm gonna tell you how they're gonna process it. They're gonna look at this nigga like he a fuck nigga. It's like, yo, weird. how can you trust somebody like that? It's weird. And like, yo, and cause you know, you know, cause cause here's the thing, right? I'm gonna let you finish. But like women already get scrutinized mm-hmm. for certain aspects of their life. Why are you gonna sit there and dredge up some? Because you know the stigma about women in the industry. I they was just fucking gonna niggas say, just to get on. So now you say. sit here talking about you fucked it. She made this song. You ha- you already had yo. She's I think was it her that said that she had the battle to get beats. What do you mean she had the battle? She had to battle your dick to get beats, my nigga. Is that what you? Is that what she trying to say here? Because like nigga, this is a force, bro. This bro. makes it look bad and. And this is why, you know, I can't believe I'm on the soapbox. There's a lot of sexism in this industry, right? And a lot of, like, women artists, like, they get so much bullshit from some of these niggas. Like, some of the things that some of these niggas have said about women in the industry and how they, like, how they get collaborations and all this other extra shit is wild, bro. And I'm not, and I'm not here talking about, like, the, like, the fake news shit that people be saying. I'm talking about shit that we've heard in interviews. We've seen niggas talk about. We've seen this, that, and the third. Like, we've seen these niggas say certain things, and it's just like, 
wow, my nigga. It's like wow. Man, and then for I... now, for you to sit here, one of you was the, the CEO of one of the biggest labels of the 2000s. And this is how you're gonna give it up. See, Come it's on, weird because he's on, he's he, he's almost outing himself on some me too shit. Because if Ashanti say I was signed to you, but I felt like you wouldn't put my music out unless I slept with you, or I couldn't get a record unless I slept with you, or you put wouldn't put me on, on tour back. unless I slept with you, that would be you being a drunk idiot already confirming it. <clears throat> so it's like she already had rumors in her career that she couldn't really sing. So now it's like those rumors, plus the rumors that she slept with you for records. It's like you're trying to ruin this girl who did nothing but try to make it, bro. Try to make it. I never seen her clap back. I never seen her like. Man, she went to go. Be she went to go perform anything. with Nelly. <laughs> She's like, yo, I'm gonna get my money over here. This dude likes me. He's cool. But he, he respects me. We're all cool. We're and happy. You're, you're the CEO. You're not even just like a label mate or a producer on the side. You're the boss. You control the budget. This dude is a moron. This dude is an utter moron. But you're right about the industry because I can't remember if it was like Sweetie or Lotto. There was another female rap, rapper who said she had to fuck for a feature, right? Someone Lotto. who wanted. Yeah. yeah, it was Lotto. She was like, someone tried to say, like, fuck me for a feature type shit and i'm just like damn this shit is like right in front of your face with it like they ain't even like yo come in the back room let me talk to you they're like yo hey listen i'll record just like um put me some pussy real quick put some pussy in a cup for me to go like i get paid 500k a verse you just have to pop that pussy and get this bro. and get this feature but think about Bam. it if, a, if an artist charges 200k a verse and he's like hey just fuck me instead a lot of these bitches might fuck bro and, you're, and, and I only say bitches in a sense of like you degrading yourself for that money in that moment. Like that's some, and that's and that's the fucking to bad save two hundred two hundred k or get my cheeks clapped, bro, or my for my career. It's like, and that's the fucking bullshit. Because you know what that is? That's Harvey Weinstein shit, bro. Like, like nigga, they ain't like, talking about have, it in rap though. They ain't talking about it in rap. They got no, R. Listen, Kelly, but they do. But like, here's the problem, right? Because so many niggas have done it. Oh yeah, it would be it would be a clean sweep. Like it would be like four rappers left. It would be like four rappers left. Because there's there's a lot of stories though. It would be like Macklemore. It would be Macklemore. <laughs> Fucking Action Bronson. Nigga, it would be no rappers left. They don't want to talk about that shit. It's weird, and this is because so, it's like, different. Like when you fucking with groupies, right? Because they just want clout. Yeah, all right, that's different. That's an exchange. But, but but see, that's it's 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 in hands and hands, bro. It's hand in hand. It's hand in hand. Don't let them tell you, you it's get, not because because you can get caught up with that shit too, fam. We know. Look, Trey how Stacey, many allegations Trey songs got? I was about to say they getting Trey to fuck up out of here. You ain't heard a word, Mister Steal Your Girl was stealing them girls, and them girls ain't want to be stole. But I digress. Anyway, old niggas like I know we're getting old too, and I hope to never get like that. Never have that lack of self awareness to be like, yo, I'm the weird nigga in the room right now. Let me chill out. And Nori just let him. And you see, and this is the thing. I know Nori's like, you know, I'm going to just let people talk because it's entertainment. It's for the show. Like, we're having the conversation. But Nori, sometimes, like, you got to protect your guests from themselves sometimes. 
I mean, because that's the thing. not really that's, his platform. He, he does the opposite. Been, he gives them alcohol and says, Yo, Go. who you got beef with? Who you got who you ain't like the most? And like that's so it's like But niggas handle themselves though. Like when the he asked Pusha T all them themselves. questions about 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 Drake, like you saw how Pushy T handled it because he because he's a knows. smart man. That's a no, that cent, he's aware. Yo, I watched the Fifty Cent one. And you know he gonna ask him about everything. And Fifty Cent just like he just brushing it off and he's just saying like he giving you the plain truth without all of the extra rah rah shit and then he's leaving mm-hmm. it at that. And it's just like you know this is how people carry themselves on there. Even when like Scott Storch was up there, like you know he was talking about you know a lot of his drug habits issues and then third. But like yeah. Scott Storch knew that this was a part of his story because he's like, I gotta let people know. Like he's if put it that has out value there multiple to it, times over. It's not new. Yeah. He's had documentaries, so and he, he he's trying to bring it. value by trying to be a beacon for like younger artists to not get into certain pitfalls. Like that makes sense. This but shit does nothing for nobody. That, that's what. I, that's what I'm like. Where in that? Like, what were you telling a story of? Like, what was the point of the? So it's like you just wanted to say like, yeah, yo, remember when I was just, doing yo, that? Yo, you just wanted to say that you smashed Ashanti. That's and it. it. It's the extra rah rah. If you're the loudest person, and, and that's a loud fucking podcast. That's why I don't really like. I skip a lot of episodes. That shit's too mm-hmm. loud, even on a low volume. That shit's loud. Yeah. But you're the loudest person in the room. You keep talking over everyone to make sure you're heard, and you're saying just like absurd shit. Just absurd. Just absurd. I ain't even want to really give it this much time, but nigga's weird, man. Nigga's weird. Um, but just to pivot into someone else who's who's weird. Um, there was uh, well, here I'll just start by saying, pay your bills, ladies and gentlemen. Pay your bills, and don't ever think that you can run out on a tab and it won't catch up to you. Cause it will. So there's been a story going around. There's this door dasher, mm-hmm. this dude, um, you know, he's, you know, had a drug issue trying to get sober. And, you know, I only noticed cause he says this in the video, he delivered food to a lady at her job. She, and this is fucked up because since the pandemic, they have that no contact thing to where you can like not speak to your door dash person or, uber person mm-hmm. and you don't have to get too close to them or whatever whatever you know he d- he delivered food to this lady she got the food he saw her get the food she went to doordash and said i didn't get my food and of course you know they re- doordash they never want no problems they refund you the money you know because a lot of drivers do steal sometimes unfortunately mm-hmm. um or issues do happen with the food whatever whatever so she says she didn't get the food they don't have no tolerance with that because they still got to pay the restaurant or however that works. So mm-hmm. they fire him. This dude, like, you could hear it in his voice. Like, he was cracking, like, I'm about to cry. Like, you don't see him in the video because he's got the video pointed outward. But he goes back up to the job to confront this lady at her job. And he's like, I delivered you food yesterday. Like, you remember me? She was like, yeah, what's going on? And I don't know if she remembered that she did that because she didn't even act like she didn't. She was like, oh, I'll call DoorDash. I'll let them know. I was like, bitch, what? Bitch, what? Like, he was like, yeah, it was you. Like, this is literally his quote. This is my only source of income. I do this all day. 
Now I'm fired because you want a $10 burrito? Who does this? Who raised you? So he threw this whole rah-rah, like, uh, you know, this whole thing, posted it to the internet, TikTok the internet, does what the internet does, got behind this, got behind them. I guess there were some donations made, but she ended up getting fired from her job now. <laughs> so I just say that to say, don't be fucking weird. Pay for your fucking food because it's going to come out of somebody's pocket. These companies, they don't take losses like you and me can take a loss. Like when you run out on a waitress, that's they get paid in tips. So you just fucked her off. Like, yeah, it's it's not her fault. That's her job. But someone has to do that job. When you mm -hmm. go to a restaurant, you want a waitress, right? You want someone to serve you and bring you food, right? So it's like mm -hmm. if that's incorporated in the the price of going to that location or using that service. Like, be prepared to pay that. And don't try to just fuck off on the bill just because you decide to just say fuck the bill, you know? So it's just fucked up, man. It's just fucked up. That is so disgusting, bro. Because, you know, it's crazy. Like, you know, when I was broke, you know, I never used to tip niggas at all. I ain't gonna lie. I never used to. I never used to. Because I was broke as fuck, bro. Like, I'm, I am buy Domino's and I'm like, fam, I only got 30 cents. I ain't, I ain't gonna give it to you. Cause like it's not even that's not even enough, but now I try to tip as much as I can, right? Yeah. And the thing about it is, it's like, like the dude came out and said that's his only source of income. Yeah. Like now it's easy for people to have like they don't have to work a regular job; they can do this all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes if they if they if they work hard enough, they can take more days off than than what they work, and that's good mm -hmm. and that's good for them. So like for you to sit there. And I, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes you know you game the system. Sometimes I get it. I get it. Not I get like it. that though, because you're lying on another person. Yeah. Like, if it if this was Amazon, you could just be like, oh, my package never came. Blah blah blah. They'll replace it, no problem. They got unlimited of whatever the fuck you bought. They don't you give know, a fuck. They don't a give lot a of times fuck. they'll send you the wrong thing, and they'll be like, no, just keep that one. We'll send you the it's right a thing. New so. one. <laughs> And it's no problem, but you're lying and saying this individual, literally this specific person, because mm -hmm. it's tied to that DoorDash, is like, no, nah, he's a liar. But now you thought you were going to beat the system on a $10 burrito, and you lost your whole source of income for yourself now. So it's like, pay your fucking bills, people. Pay your motherfucking bills. Except T-Mobile. So if you got T-Mobile, don't pay them. Fuck T-Mobile. Uh, you know it's crazy. I'm on got T-Mobile. She gotta pay that shit. Fuck T-Mobile. I'll pay that. T-Mobile, I pay you when I when I when I'm when I'm good and well. When I'm when I'm ready. When I get it and I'm comfortable enough with how much I have, I'll give you some. That's how I feel about T-Mobile. But <laughs> also a side note, this is another story. Um, this lady was on TikTok bragging about how she runs errands while she's like working remote. And her job found her TikTok and fired her. So <laughs> just another person losing their fucking job over the fucking internet. People, get your shit together. Yo, you know what's crazy? Like, there be people who be making jokes about their job. Or just working corporate remote jobs in general. Some And a lot of the content's funny. 
because they're not actually doing it like while they're on the job, like they're doing things, or like if they're doing a skit, right? Like they ask their like somebody at their job to be part of the skit, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's never really damaging their work job. Because first of all, if you work from home, how the fuck? Let me tell you something. When I work from home, ain't nothing getting done. Right. I answer I mean... the phone. I act like I'm busy. I'm playing my PS5. <laughs> Me and my kid is watching the Disney whoa, movie. Whoa, okay, let's not let's not out ourselves here right now. I work when I work from home. I work from home. I'm no, consistent and focused into my. No, position. you don't, nigga. You a lazy ass nigga. But yeah, she she. <laughs> everybody's in the everybody's in the comments like, "Yay, unemployment! Yay, now you can be unemployed." So it's just like, damn. She was out like going grocery shopping, but if you're gonna do that, make sure you're doing your job. You can't just not do. You your can't just job fuck off least. and not be doing. Yeah, nothing. like do that, something. That's the thing too, because here's the thing, right? When I do it, and I use myself as an example, because I'm a human being. All my shit is done in like the first two hours of my day. You do it. Like, if you're going to do your job, do your fucking job. Because then, guess what? You got the rest of the day not to do shit. All you got to do is check your messages, check your emails when you hear it pop up, and that's mm -hmm. it. I try not to leave the house unless it's, like, later in the day. If it's, like, 2 or 3, then I'll leave the house. And I'll bring my phone with me because I know, like, you know, in the afternoon, if I'm working from home in the afternoon, I know they working from home in the afternoon. They ain't finna do shit at after 12. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing shit after one thirty, but I oh, haven't bro. done shit since ten thirty. So when you think about matter? it, work days could be so much shorter. It really could. You could work from like seven to like one thirty. Yeah, but then they're going to say they can pay you less for it. Oh well, they always will say they can pay you less for some shit. Less hours work, less money. Like, nah, nigga, I keep my hours. They always want to say you can pay less for some shit. Any chance they get. But what else we got? What else is going on this week? Well, you know what? I just want to say congratulations mm -hmm. to Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. My man is nigga back is outside, back. outside. Yeah, he had two sold-out shows in London. He just got the residency in Las Vegas. Nice. You know what I mean? Which, like, his did you kids see is which, doing good. Um, his bitch is doing good. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's, uh, yeah, I'm happy to see him back out here doing his thing, man. Cause, like, that whole Astro World shit, I ain't gonna lie, that was a tragedy. And, like, Seriously. I'm glad that he took the time that he needed, not only to get himself right, but to do right by, like, the people who got affected by the tragedy. And then also, you know, using the time to try to make something to create a solution so that something like this doesn't happen again like he Hopefully. created the whole foundation you know what i mean that's you know dedicates the study of crowd monitoring and all this other shit like he actually took action to try to figure out i right, i i want to be a part of the solution that this doesn't happen again and like you don't really see that out of a lot of people with these days with shit like that you know what i'm saying so like, i give him a lot of credit for that my my um, i do like that he did the seemingly did some of the work but the thing is it's like it's never gonna be enough just like being that there were lives lost so it's 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 he, he's always gonna have that stain and smudge on his career but at least i see him powering through it so i give him that um i see him he did like a couple of pop-out shows but yeah it's good mm -hmm. that he's 
you know, back to headlining and that Vegas spot is going to be huge because that'll mm-hmm. make up a lot of that revenue he lost when he was in fucking hiding because mm-hmm. he's been in the crib for forever. So we'll and see he just how, had an, we'll he had a second out. kid too. So you know he's sitting here. He he really gave his time being a dad, and you know, and you know, it's something that I can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're being a dad, and you know, you got you know you your job is important to you because he's a musician, he's an artist. Like for you to sit there and consciously make the decision to just relax and take care of yourself, take yeah. care of your responsibilities, take care of your family, take care of other people's families, you know, trying to f- do the right thing that you know that you need to do instead of being one of those niggas who just ran right back in the studio and just try to work, work, work and try to like escape it by just getting right. back in there. Like that takes, because they'll listen. That would have looked insensitive. It would have looked like you yeah. just didn't care and you were just like, oh, just uh, back to work. Yeah, like you took time, you know what I mean? And the interview he did was pretty good too. Like you can tell that he was sincere in the shit that he was. Yeah, it's 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 kind of amazing because it's like he was on top of the world. Like he had the Nike collab was going through the roof. He was one of the first artists to have like the McDonald's meal. I think it was him. He did it first. Yeah, Bad Bunny did it first. No, no, his was first. Then Bad Bunny was first. Then bad and money, then, okay. But yeah, so, like then they yeah. started doing, but yeah, so it was like that. And then the Fortnite thing, like he was on top of the world. So to see like that trajectory of like how it crashed, like literally people had to lose their life, kind of crash down. It's just like yeah. this documentary, his biopic or whatever they make of this or his career is gonna be wild, bro. This is gonna yeah. be wild. But two questions, like, do you think? Astro World ever happens again? No. Well, you know what? Hold up. I can't say that because when I looked at the, the crowd at Rolling Loud, mm-hmm. they'll just I'll, it's the same know, shit all over again. I, <laughs> like they ain't learned nothing. It's the same shit all over again. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can sit here and and maybe they were a little bit lucky because nobody started going crazy because maybe they are doing more to kind of like keep people but listen my nigga like security or something i don't know they outnumbers listen the crowd always outnumbers the security that's how you make money if you have just if the crowd and security is one-to-one you are losing money at that venue like when people go to sporting events and shit happens like mm-hmm. they, you know why shit can happen at a sporting event is because nigga, there ain't enough security. Facts. The only not places I feel like that like, nothing can happen that like airports because now they check you before you get in. They check, mm-hmm. they check passengers, they check employees, they check everybody. I don't bro. know, I don't know because at Texas, some lady just went to the airport and was shooting because her husband cheated on her. So but she didn't like, go through TSA with the gun. She could get through the front door. But true, that, true. that TSA check, that's what you know what I'm saying. Point. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that's because TSA bends you over and fucking look inside your asshole to get through the <laughs> gate. Like it, 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 it's so there's this I seen this on Reddit also. I fucking love Reddit. Reddit is just like the it's awesome. So much shit going on. But this guy, because he has a um like a uh hearing aid but it's implanted behind his ears like a metal piece implanted mm-hmm. he can't go through the metal detector because it'll fucking like 
Fry's brain type shit. So mm-hmm. he has to get the pat down. Bro, they was literally holding this nigga's dick in his hand, like shaking it, like rubbing his thighs. Like, bro, I'm just like, yo. He was like looking, this dude's eyes were so wide, he was looking away, like, yo, I can't yo. believe what's happening to me right now. He was holding this dude's dick in his pants. Like, he was I, on God, bro, on God. I'm just like, yo, this is this how they do it? Because I've never not gone through the metal thing. I just take everything off, I've always gone go through the metal. metal. Thing, yeah. It's just so easy. And he had to pat him down. He literally holds your, they hold your thighs, stroke your thighs, stroke your, they cup your booty cheeks, split your, split your sack from your balls to make sure there's nothing. Bro, it is insane. Like, man, they do not split. I, I didn't understand all the characters. No, they that were do not split your balls from your bro, thighs. They do not I, be on God. Up. On God. Stop playing, bro. God. I would not be doing that. Making this shit up, nigga. He was holding this nigga's dick in his pants. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, is this porn? Like, I was like, yo, this is crazy. But this is happening in real time to this deaf man, and he can't even say shit to. He just getting. He just, he just getting his shit. He just getting his shit. He just getting his dice rolled. They just rolling his dice over there, like. So I don't know that. what the fuck. Yo, man. you know what's crazy? Yo, America is like Solomon and Gomorrah, nigga. So, this certain shit that be happening. Yo, this certain Fire shit. and brimstone right now. Man, and wait, he's wait. doing it with the authority of the law. That's Bro, the with a badge on in public. They do it in public so no one can say nothing as like he didn't like really man, do dig they in your put, asshole do they at, Did they at least bring him behind a curtain? No. No, it's right next to the metal machine. They just say, "Oh, step up, step aside. You come on the line, step right here, and you gotta, no, 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 you gotta no, no, do no. the same position like this." They grab you down, and then he was just shake. He was, he was glizzy goblin, right? Like grizzy, glizzy, you know, like grizzy wrangler, right now. So, nigga, hold up, but nigga, here's the problem though. Like, oh, God, I've seen, I've seen certain pat downs happen, but they always bring to somebody behind something. They're like, "Hey, women, you know I mean? women, bro, women." Yeah, they violate niggas all the time. Women. Oh my God, this is a new one. I didn't even see this one. And this kid got on gray sweats, bro. Look at this. Look at what he's doing. Look at, look at, the, look, bro. You see the, bro, you see the print, bro. Bro, on, yo. Check this part out on YouTube. I swear. The kid is like, Fat, I, that's kid, not though. even the one I seen. It, 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 ain't that like, like he's probably over eighteen, I'm assuming, because they wouldn't. I have hope so, him nigga. Yeah, yeah, he's probably over eighteen. But I'm just saying, he looks like a young ass kid, and the TSA is just like, and dick, and balls, and asshole, and two cheeks, and two thighs. Okay, and or check. I'm just like, yo. So yeah, if you're flying, just. Oh no, they are checking kids, bro. This lady checking this little, this kid is like, TSA goes too far checking kid, bro. Yo, TSA wildin'. TSA America's on. America's, America, chill the fuck out, bro. Yo, that's why they're saying America's like in this last, like, I hate to say this, because like, listen, 
America is great in a lot of aspects. It's been, trust me, you're not the only person saying it, bro. A lot of people is like, yo, get your shit straight because it's crazy. Get your shit right with God because it's a rat. But it's like, that's why you every day, every day I wake up, I'm just like, I'm just walk closer to like to God with my family. I'm just not gonna let you bother me. I'm just gonna do the best I can to just be a low key citizen, make my music, you know what I'm saying? Taxes, take pay my taxes, take my TAC. I do it in the state, I don't go federally, I don't leave nothing with it. Not me, I take care of me and my my mom's and all shit. I'm like, I just want to be a low key citizen. And probably get some music out, get a little famous. You know what I mean? Just a little, a little bit. Crazy. Just a little bit. Just so somebody know me, but it's a little it's, it's insane. I mean, all right. So wait, back to Travis though. Second question I was gonna ask was like, mm-hmm. what would a Travis show look like right now? Like, what is the brand? Because if the brand was like raging and moshing and turn up, and we don't give a fuck about the authority, like, what is the brand now? If he goes to a show, everyone has to stand still and no one run. And every 20 minutes, he's going to stop and be like, everybody all right? Anybody need water? Anybody got I mean, asthma? Like, it's I just going to be... I think you have to look at how he handled the London shows. Were they? Did they go well? I'm assuming. I haven't heard yeah, any backlash was, or anything for no, it. No, nothing happened. So I think okay. whatever, however, I think those two shows were the shows that he kind of tested out the new wave of how he's going to do things moving forward. It's going to have to be And the some... thing about Vegas is this. The seats are different. When you get a residency, it's in a club, right? Yeah. So it's not... And so it's just it's a like, big it's, room. It's, it's a like big a room. big room or arena staging type shit. So like Travis can literally... Because you know Travis, when I went to go see Travis, his stage was like two pieces and he had like a roller coaster in the middle. <laughs> Because it was Astro World, so he oh, would yeah. ride. He rode the roller coaster from one side all the way back, and it was fire. No way, that's it fucking was dope. Fire, it's fire, right? And like he had pyrotechnics, all this type of shit. Right, Yo, I ain't right. gonna lie, this was my favorite concert. Damn. That I've ever been to in my life, yo. Shout out to Trap Scott. Yeah, right? just watching him on YouTube, I'm like, yo, this is fucking incredible. He puts this on a show. Incredible. Like, I complain about so many rappers how they don't like they just literally get on stage, walk back and forth, jump around. Like this shit is boring. Like I could do, I could listen to the song at home and get more out of just seeing you walk and stand around. So when he tra- being that Travis actually puts on a show, I can see why he was one of the top tops at when his you know before things happened and why he was looked at as that guy because like it's an experience from the music to the merch to mm-hmm. seeing him to I just think about brand. it like this he was one of the few one of the first big artists to go back and do a event a large ass event like this what do you mean like remember i think that was like what 20 oh, that was oh, 20... oh, oh like after the pandemic to do yeah. a festival yeah um, because they didn't do Rolling Loud last year. I don't know if he was the first though. There might have been others because he wouldn't. I don't think it would have went down like he. But was he's the, the first. biggest hip hop one artist, I think. Did Drake do OVO Fest that year? year I don't that? think he did one in twenty twenty one. He just did one now, like that touring all over Toronto, doing all those shows and shit like that. Yeah, he did the OVO Fest in 2021. Oh, he did? Yeah. 
It didn't get canceled? No, maybe the 2021. The 2020 probably did. Mm. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big, it's probably, it's definitely one of the most major for sure. As far as those tier of artists concerned, mm-hmm. it's definitely the most major, but, um, yeah, good to see Travis out popping, popping out because time will tell if, if, if he gets back to where he was or what probably moves going forward. But I say that. I could say that for Travis and for this next person, which I mean, I say rest in peace, but they're not dead. But I guess a part of them was dead or that persona of them was dead. We should mourn or I guess uh, laugh at the death of uh, Mr. Skeet Davidson. Skeet died. So now Pete can live again. Pete can be normal, be a regular, normal guy in his day to day life. But Skeet had to die. The, the most infamous, <laughs> the most infamous relationship couple goals that was out here, just tearing up the the streets. They got Davidson it. and Kim Kardashian have broken up after nine months. Oh my God! Can you believe it? If you wait a couple of months, then you gonna see you never find nobody better than me. in the night. Damn, niggas, people did that too for uh fuck eighteen years. Eighteen years, she got one of your kids. Got you for eighteen years. It's like this nigga's really prophesized his, his own life. You know what's crazy? I was a hypocrite during the whole Kanye West debacle. Because, like, you know, I sat here and I was like, you know, he Kanye really shouldn't be doing all this extra shit. But I also was, like, all here for it. Um, and, I, and that probably was... entertaining. Was, it was entertaining, but, you know, it, it you got to stand up for what's right sometimes, right? And, like, I think he house forced it. Door. That's some... Yo, you see, a, a, shit. a broke nigga... Could never do that shit because he got a restraining some player order. shit. Hell yeah, that ain't no player shit. That's some rich shit. That's is this some nigga player had, is shit. I buy your whole no money? block. I buy your whole block. Where but you going? I like the newspaper shit. I thought it was funny, and then the little caption the is what killed me. Yeah, because he was like Skeet Davidson then at twenty eight. Oh, oh yeah, the the um. The obituary. And then the, the little caption, yeah. Kid Cudi was would perform at the funeral, but he mm. was not because he's afraid of bottles. I was just like, fam. Yeah. Kid Cudi said he'll never be friends with Kanye again. <laughs> but I, I think how Kid... was he friends with him? In... You were friends I... with him in the first place when he didn't <laughs> get you shit. I mean, he did give him his career, but I think after a while, he was just like, all right, I need to get away from you. You bugging. But it's kind crazy. Bugging, though. Kind Kim, Kim, this this relationship for nine months lasted longer than her marriage to Chris Humphreys. So I guess that's a plus. Or I mean, they're saying that Pete an upgrade proposed. Yeah, know, they were saying he was he was getting so serious, like he was tagging the kids' names on him. Wild shit. He was out here really like trying to fall in love, and she was just a single girl trying to have fun type shit. So. You could really play as you could really love yourself out of some pussy. Ain't that crazy? 
You could love yourself out of some pussy. Think about that. You see, this is why you got to treat. Never mind. Never mind. Anyway. So, <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean you... it. I'm just playing. I was, so, disclaimer, I'm just playing. The, the thing I'm just is, playing. Oh, no, I'm just you playing. Pro- boy, bro, bro, you proved you was a wild boy last episode with the whole, I ain't even going to repeat the comments on the thing, but the thing with the thing. So. The GTA? No, oh yeah, that was crazy, but that was funny. The the um, the, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say it again. I'm no, no, say, say it again. again. Say it again. No, 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 no. Say it with your chest. We ain't one of the I forget what you would, what the conversation was, the actual context, but you were just something, something pushed the bitch down the stairs or some shit. Oh, like that. nigga, that was The Sims. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We talking about how to how to uh how, how Sims, you, kill you people. Can... Yeah, how people yeah. would go crazy and kill. Yeah, you sick bastard. I mean, dog, I do it in the Sims, of course. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> I want to do uh, it in real life. You can't. That's that's what the right. Sims. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to do that in real life. That's fucked up. No, no you're not in supposed the Sims? to. I know. Are you telling me or are you telling you? So you know. I'm, I'm telling the world right now. Oh, the world okay. needs to know. Okay, but in the Sims, I think it sounds like you're convincing himself. I know you aren't supposed to push women down the stairs. You're I know that. No. In the Sims. In the Sims. Come on, they Sims. They're not even real. You you just having fun. They grant that photo like the rest of us. All right, I do. That's why I kill everybody. But uh, yeah. So Pete, uh, after the breakup, there was like my bro was in trauma therapy because to deal of with heartbreak and loss, and it's just and because like, of the fuck. Kanye West shit, and because of the Kanye shit. I get that Kanye did like troll him constantly, and Kanye low key has like a little fucking army with him with a bunch of niggas that'll go Justin the boy and harass. You thought he thought all those captions by himself? Fuck out of here, bro. Who is that? Why do why do people care what that guy thinks? It's the social yo, social currency is becoming so fruitful and so like easy to like crack into if you just do the right things like there's a formula for it that if you follow it you can get there you know what i'm saying and it just depends how hard you want to work for it you know what i'm saying that's really the key in it i feel like like... to become one of these creators bro like you have to be dedicated to shit you know what i'm saying dedicated (laughs) you gotta be dedicated to shit bro you can't do nothing else but be on your shit all the time I feel like sometimes the formula is just like, let me pick a group of people and see who I could, how far I could piss them off so that the people who don't like this group of people become my people. Yeah. So it's like, like for the, like if you, if you hate, like these red pill dudes, if you hate women and you just constantly bash women and downplay everything they do, anybody who, doesn't like women will agree with you because you're just bashing people they also hate. So it's a yeah, but yeah, but you know them niggas. We already know how I feel about them you. niggas. Yeah, it's a it's a it's some incel culture that's like I don't know. And it has and people. the fucking problem it has its merits in certain situations in certain topics. It does because some of it is true. It. I don't you know want saying? to give it a foundation because that's how they get you. They say one true or real thing 
and then they just wrap it in mad bullshit, <laughs> mad weird ass like 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 sex hatred statements, like closet homo type shit. Like it's they say just a lot of weird shit on top of that one truth, so that if you if you agree with that truth, it looks like you agree with all of this other weird like sexual deviant shit. I don't it's know. Just like, I don't know. But that's like kind of deep. That's kind of deep, though. But like, I'm telling you, don't give it no credit across the board, bro. Across no, the board. no, I can't. So I can't even give it when it's right, because some of it's right. Some of it's right. I know. When it comes I to parental what father and their parental rights, men See, taking care of themselves. Like that that will third. be the first statement. That will be the first statement. And then the next statement will be like, yeah, a man should be able to sleep with uh, his wife's sister and her mother if he wants. He's the king of the... No, it's no. just like, come on. I, I, I got you. I was with they you never in say that, that one statement. They never say then, that. They'd be like, yo, he I'm, should be able to have options. Bro. Hey, That's listen, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. A real question. Okay. You want to want options, nigga. The thing is, of course, I would want options, but I can't expect myself to have options without the other person having options. Also, it do- it doesn't work that way. You see, and that's because, how look, I feel like that. Too. Look, if I have options and my quote unquote wife or girlfriend has options, that, unless- that the other nigga that has options might choose my girl, and then I might choose another nigga's girl. That's how this cycle continues to fuck everybody up, bro. Pick somebody. You know it's crazy. Unless don't you... pick them. Don't just be like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck with you and you and you and you and you, and then they go and fuck with you and you and you, and then it's like a tree of like everybody fuck with everybody, fuck with everybody, fuck with everybody, and then you get monkeypox. You know it's crazy. Like unless like the girls like, hey, listen. No, unless nothing, my nigga. <laughs> I'm tired of this conversation. Unless nothing. <laughs> Nah, I ain't gonna lie. They be on some wild shit, though. They be on Kanye some wild said shit. this, too. He said it was your... He said... Oh, no. He said it was my idea to have an open relationship. Now, nah, nigga, man. Now I'm driving 30 miles about to fucking cry. On a 30-hour song. He was like, I still drove 30 hours. And I'm this bitch fucking another nigga because you said it was okay to have an open relationship. Shit's not... It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It works if for some gonna, people. You can't I don't know how. I don't, I don't if know how. Fuck, if you're gonna be in the streets and fuck hole and just get mad pussy and just be and be on your player shit, like you gotta be that. You can't be like, I'm gonna be a family man at home and then I'm gonna just be out here fucking mad. It just doesn't. I've never seen it work, bro. I've never used seen to work it. work in the '60s. That's because in the '60s, when you wanted to get rid of a girl, you just moved two towns over and she never saw you a fucking again, like. <laughs> They wouldn't know you had a whole nother family until you go to the funeral. And now they're like, yo, you his wife? Yeah, I'm his wife too. And shit like that. So niggas don't find shit out to the funeral and you dead. He's like, what do I care? I'm gone. Y'all I'm fight. Gone. Out. Y'all <laughs> figure out whatever your I got left. Now, Yeah. All my kids gonna meet each other. It's like 18 of y'all at the funeral. Like the 60s is wild, but this is a modern era. And these fucking caveman ass niggas be saying weird shit. And it's our <laughs> fault, bro. It's our fault that these chicks is just every the whole yo, world's but you know what? Sick, every bro. everyone got this shit because you know there's some chicks out here 
who are wilding, bro. bro. Yo, there's a bitch out there who literally told the nigga, right? He was like, <laughs> yo, even if this kid ain't yours, you still got to help me take care of it. Yo, right. there are bitches out here who believe this shit. Bro. And it's scary, bro. It's scary. It, no, it does. It, it's absolutely... I absolutely quiver in my sleep at the thought. Like, that's that's to my core. Like, like sometimes I wish I'm just like, being an ancient nigga look cool sometimes. Like, y'all look like y'all don't have to worry about nothing. Y'all just got a bunch of bitches paying your bills. Like, but then on the other end of it looking cool. You look like Irv Gotti. Yeah, you look weird. <laughs> you look like. You look like you don't understand like how world the world really works type shit. So I don't, uh, you know, I look at it in, in amazement sometimes. I can't really, can't really judge it, man. But yeah, these chicks is wilding, and I feel like on Reddit also I always see like this chick destroyed a McDonald's because they didn't give her extra sauce, or, or this girl destroyed a Chipotle because they asked her to pay extra for a guacamole, like. Like anytime you see these destroying the fast food restaurant, it's like these little girls going on this weird rampage. So I don't know what that's about. I have no fucking idea what that's about. That's just that's just little. That's just like uh, like little person rage right there. I, don't know. I think so. I think a lot of people just fed the fuck up, and you go to nah, but and these days extra sauce. These days, like people are easily, I feel like people are more easily ticked off Triggered, than they've ever yeah. been before. Like yeah. I, I just don't, because like yo, you got certain stories you hear about what people be doing, and you're just sitting there, you're just like, yo, what the actual fuck? Facts. The dude who pointed the gun because the lady didn't, didn't say, say thank you for, for opening the, the door. door. Yeah, it's just like nigga, what is up? Come, bro, relax. You wasn't even trying to get nothing out of them but a thank you. You wasn't trying to get in them drawers. You wasn't trying to get her number. All because you wanted a thank you. You were already on edge and that thank you just like was that one drop to like... But you see, this is where like the, the pandemic shows who actually did work on themselves and who didn't. Because there's a bunch of people who took the time and maybe not dedicated all of their time to it. But as time rolled on and, you know, people, certain people got to stay home. We started walking outside more. We started spending more time with our families that we could. And the distance that we have from people that we care about too, it forced us to face a lot of things. And over time, if you just did, you know, if you, if you took care of yourself the way that you want to be taken care of, like you got to a certain point, you know what I mean? You evolved out of some things. Like you changed some habits. You did that, that, and the third. And it's not going to be perfect, obviously, but you know, you did some work. That nigga didn't do no work. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like he did the opposite. Like I think he did no work. I think he just said, I'm this nigga for life. (laughs) I never change it. So, yeah, I mean, the pandemic, it really pushed people to their brink. A lot of people snapped. A lot of people lost a lot, and they didn't realize how much they could lose or how it Mm -hmm. wouldn't feel to lose. Like, just imagine all those people that lost their jobs or lost their family members, and then they had to structure the family who's in charge to pay the bills now. Like, shit, people's life really changed drastically. Yeah, quickly, too. Like, that two years... And it's weird because, like, in anime, when you get these arcs, 
after the arc, there's like a little time of peace. Like there's some yeah, yeah. time where everyone's like chilling. You they're know, having a go party. To... They're going to the yeah, beach. They do it to something. the yeah a beach yeah. episode always, always. But yeah. it just seems like we didn't like we Get crossed that. The... Nah, we just went from like the Corona arc to like monkeypox. Pres... <laughs> I mean, monkeypox is like the B line. I feel like the A line right now is the political stuff, like the Trump yeah. and the that's the, that's mm-hmm. A line. Monkeypox, Corona, all the viruses is B line. And then you know, I don't know if there's a C story, but shit's getting too too chaotic for me, man. Too much. Yeah, dude. And like when you too sit there, you think much. about it, you sit there and you're just like, fam. Like I don't know. It's hard to put it in the words. I don't you just trying to process of this much of time. That has changed. Because in two years, bro, like so much shit happened. Like, yo, I lost my job. I got yeah. laid off, bro. And I was, and I was like, fuck. It's like I a year f- is not a long time, oh, but it can feel like a this long time. This is the time. first three weeks of the year. Found out my girl was pregnant. I turned 25, I turned 30. I got laid off. Wait, were you about to say you turned 25? <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Taking I know, too I know. much of the medicals, boy. I'm, I'm baked as fuck right now. But, like, it, it found out I was going to have a kid. Mm-hmm. I turned 30, and I got laid off. Now. You, you grew up a lot that week. <laughs> the so now. The and your beard just started <laughs> spilling out. Like, nigga, we are stressed, nigga. You know what's stressed. crazy? I wasn't. You know why? Because, like, I was on unemployment. I was getting extra money off that. Okay. I was home, chilling, maxing, relaxing, bro. I had to had a vacation like that in Mad Long. But you know what? My dad did die, so I had to deal with that kind of emotional right, right. breakdown. That's so like it's the like, other side of it. People don't, a lot of people don't talk about, like, a lot of people got to relax with their family. Yeah. Like, People weren't working as much, or people work remote. You get to be home with your family, like make breakfast for your kids. Like people started. That's why people are now. They're like, yo, you know what? I I don't want to work in the office all the time because yeah. look how much time I'm losing from these moments, bro. The commute when you got to go an hour to work, an hour home. That's two hours every day. By the time you get home, you're exhausted. You don't want to fucking deal with nobody. You just want to shower and reset because you got to do the same shit again. Like mm-hmm. your kid is growing up having all these experiences and you can't even be present to deal with that shit so it's real man it's real people gotta fucking start to prioritize themselves like i'm not gonna slave every day just to be broke at the end of the week and not have no time with the people i love so it's important dog it's wild how the fuck did we get here absolutely i don't know we just went on a tangent i think from the fucking p davis and shit but um Good luck to that man. I don't know what else to say, but <laughs> you know what? Listen, to... all jokes aside, though, I you know it's hard when you know you hear another man got to go through some like you know, ha- but you know, like I, we I... want people to go to tra- to therapy because of trauma, but like the best thing is if they never have to because they're dealing with things in the right way and you know life is okay. You know what I'm saying? Because like yo, to have to go because of. All of these attacks, all of this social media. Now niggas is looking at you like, are you you about to propose again? Like, how many hoes you gonna propose to, my nigga? Within like such a time frame, and it's just like, fam, like 
he's going through a lot. And, like, even though I don't fuck with him because of that alleged, you know, Mac Miller story, because I'm like, that shit was wild. But at the end of the day, bro, it's like, you know, I want people, especially men, to have good mental health. And like, I don't want your life to be put on pause because of things you can't control. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, I hope he gets better because, you know, like it's important. But also. I mean, I wish we could be surprised, but everyone saw it coming. We knew this was a rebound. We knew this wasn't going to last. And I hope and then once the tattoo started, it's like, yo, the tattoo thing is be... what. The tattoo fucked me up. The yeah. tattoo where I was like, I right, too far. You're not dad. You're not any blood relation. You're just the dude my mom's dating right now. What are you doing? You know, like so. when he texted Kanye back, it was like, I'm in bed with your wife. I was like, right. you know what? You had that one because Kanye been talking spicy. Right, like you right. have to hit him back with some shit. I'm like, I right, that's the ammo you can have. But the whole getting the kids' names tatted on your neck, it's just like, like you can be out with the kids. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. If you're gonna be around her, you're gonna be around the kids eventually, whether Kanye likes it or not. Not saying that you gotta be bait, uh, you know, play stepdad or some shit. But yeah, the tattoos was different. People were saying that he was love bombing, whatever this fucking term means. Like he was trying to be overly loving to her, and she's trying to have a hot girl summer at fucking thirty, whatever, forty, whatever the fuck she is. But she's rich. She's thirty nine. She's rich, bro. What are you? What are you? Like, what were you expecting, you know? And now he's leaving SNL, so what his career is going to look like, it's going, we it's, don't know. Yeah, there's some questions, too. Know. There's some questions. But, but you know, she's still going to be paid. She's still going to be Kanye's ex. He's still going to be around. And you'll just be known as one of the dudes she ran through. Because <laughs> the fucking list is crazy, bro. Like, when they break down her timeline, like, nigga, she... Men got to do better. We got to put more value in ourselves, bro. Because there's no reason why you should be number 13, 14 on the list. Like, I after think you, after you've seen 13 niggas go run through it and not survive, you come on, bro. Like, this episode, a lot of it had to do with men just taking responsibility and like accountability for their shit. And like, you know, you know, listen, I'm hard on Fox. All right, I'm also honest with women. You see what I did there? I separated because you got to make separation. Very true, very true. And I got to be, and you know, I be going off on you bitch ass, lazy ass niggas. Uh You fucking toxic ass niggas. Like who just be doing the most fucked up shit. And it's just like, fam, like you just walk around like it's okay. And it's not okay. Like... I, I know, like, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be going, you know, I'd be going in, you know, at, at, at women a lot because it's like, fam, like, y'all be doing some dumb shit, but niggas. <laughs> it starts here. It starts niggas. here. Listen, there's certain behaviors you got to think about, and it's not to say like men are better than women, but like, you got to think about this, right? If you a man and you want a girl to come into your life, you got to show her that, like, you're not fucking around. You got to set the tone for how she's going to relate. Because, listen, if you have some self-respect, you have some self-control, 
she's going to have, she's going to contribute those same things. You're going to be able to have a fruitful relationship because you trust each other. Why? Because right. there's certain values that you both withhold Set and you both standard. understand that are important. And that's a standard that y'all both are going to keep. If this is not aligned, you're just fucking at this point. <laughs> like there's I nothing love, I, there. I think that's what, that's a lot of the culture now, though. It's like just empty fucking. Like not to say there's nothing wrong with casual sex because if you're an adult, you should be allowed to. But like when you look at all the apps and all the like the 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 like side shit culture and like had the having holes, you know, you and a nigga until you got some holes. Like where your holes at? Like it's a weird. It's a weird kind of culture, especially in here rap. To ask like, people to have self control when we do nothing yeah. but tell niggas to not have self control. It makes no way sense. Around, bro. That's the irony of it all. The irony of life is to be everything and nothing at the same damn time. And with that being said, I hate to hear podcasts. Episode 38. It's your boy Ross. And it's your boy Kev. We out. Stop being a bitch ass. Dude.